Hi, this is Jay Ossing from Twin Peaks The Return. You're listening to Inspirado Projecto. Good, 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 good day to you. It is 1.43 p.m. Thank you for tuning in to Inspirado Projecto. It's the 3rd, April 3rd, last night. We, uh, yesterday, no, day before, we played in Tempe, Arizona at one of our favorite places, the Marquee Theater. We really enjoyed ourselves out there. And um, we came in yesterday, we came back yesterday and I just slept. After something like that, I'm just like, whoa. So we're leaving at Yachtly Crew, by the way. Yachtly Crew is the band I'm referring to. Yachtly Crew, all yacht rock. If you've seen us, Please let me know. If you go to anchor.fm slash projecto, you could press that voice message thing. Anchor.fm slash projecto. You can press that little voice message button and you can leave a message. I love the participation. I, I, I love, I appreciate, I adore the participation, reciprocation, precipitation experience to collaborate with you in that way really brings me joy and I believe it brings others joy too because how fun is that when you got a variety show that is yes in addition to different I guess ideas that your host me CEC has for you in addition to whatever uh, giblets of information you'll be getting through me you also get to hear these interesting perspectives from from these other folks who are calling in and saying stuff so, um, oh, by, oh, calling in. Yeah, that's another way you can contact me. Call the number. This is a hotline. It is a voicemail. You're not going to be, uh, you don't have to be fearful. If you're someone who's like, oh, no, what am I going to say? Do not worry. It's, it's a pure just voicemail. 561-203-9179-er. Call it up. See, uh. You know, see what kind of interesting dreams you can dig up that are that you've had as as of recent, or synchronicities, or maybe you've got an interesting ghost story you want to share. Share it with me, but yeah, you're sharing it with me. In addition to sharing it with me, you're sharing it with another person just like you who's listening to the show, because I firmly believe that if you're listening to this show, you were called here through whatever means the universe went magnetized you here. And there, there's a, a certain vibration that you are experiencing, a certain frequency that is familiar to you. Heck, I would not be surprised if we've known each other in past lives. I have a feeling that you are, you've got a, you got a way with words. You like wordplay, you like puns. I have a feeling you like dreams, daydreaming, night dreaming. I have a feeling you like the law of attraction stuff, manifestation of reality, synchronicities, the simple things in life. Just just sitting there daydreaming 20 minutes, just stare out at those trees. And just, just, just let your mind go, oh yeah, wouldn't that be a funny movie if this, or wouldn't this be a funny character? And once you start daydreaming like that, you open up that floodgate, stream of consciousness just keeps going, just keeps growing, growing. And before you know it, you have gotten yourself a treasure trove 
of nuggets, giblets, morsels, and oh-so-succulent and delicious sensationalisms that are tasty for those senses. Uh, we're leaving, Yachtly Crew is leaving the 5th, early in the morning. We're hitching a plane. Of course, a plane is flying right now. See, we're talking about synchronicities. Here we go. Here's a serendipity for you. See? You can hear that. Wow. This is, these are just common occurrences when you're listening to this podcast. Synchronicities will flow in. In fact, that is another one of my favorite things about the podcast is that synchronicities will flow in and here we get to share it together. We get to experience it and go, whoa, that just happened. And you know what? As you well know, there's a very good chance that the things I'm talking about are things that you've been talking about, things that you've been thinking about. Things that maybe you haven't, maybe you have talked to others about. Uh, Your dynamic fantasies, outlandish fringe theories, I thrive on those things. I love hearing other people's ideas, opinions, perspectives. I could go either way, anywhere, on all things. And you know why? It's because it's in those moments when I I allow myself to sit in the perspective of someone who's doing something that is horrendous to me. I go, where is this person coming from? What? could be their intention with this why what would drive them to say something like that what what thought why why would they think this is a good idea to say right now what is their motivation in saying this because I get to hear what kind of information they are they're consuming what are they eating in their brains and what are they producing for the populace. That is intriguing to me. I love hearing the process. So please, because that's what this podcast is about, the creation process. I love the process. It's about many, many, many things. The creation process is a big one. The seed, how it grew from the seed, how it got to that idea. And what might have happened in between when you planted the seed and when it grew, what what might have gone on between here and there? So, this episode, this is a 20 minutes or so, a conversation, two very good conversationalists. We have Foxy Lady and Desert Fox from Awesome Sauce Radio and Cannabis Conundrum. These are two podcasts on Anchor. Um, it's a thrill when you get to talk shop putting at quotes, talk shop with others who investigate arenas that I too may investigate or I have yet to investigate or that I didn't know about. So there's that thrill from all angles of going, whoa, this person is saying words that could just easily have been coming out of my own mouth. Like this person is reflecting to me exactly my sentiments about certain things. Or they might say something that, you know, if I'm offended by it, why am I offended by it? Uh, a lot of times I'm offended by stuff when I hear examples of like the golden rule not being implemented. You know, that, that, that is something that offends me. 
<clears throat> and yes, I can look at their motivations. Why was that golden, golden rule not implemented? Did they even know about the golden rule? You know? Um, of course I get offended when I hear about anything that involves animal cruelty or just people just being mean to others. You know? That's a golden rule, I think. So, these, these folks are vibrant. They follow their hearts, follow their intuition. Interesting conversationalists. Everybody's got their own perspective on stuff. Everyone's got their own intriguing, unique way of relating to the world, at the world at large. Aldous Huxley calls it the mind at large, if you've ever read Doors of Perception. The mind at large, or as others have said, the higher mind, the all that is, source, etc., and so forth. So, so as we, of course, connect with those, those ideas of becoming more like ourselves, of course, that's when that authenticity is shining through, where the, 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 the intentions are vibrant, and you can feel it. You go, whoa. My, in- my intuition, my inspiration is going right here in this direction. Let's move in that direction. Uh, by the way, did you know I wrote a book? I wrote a few books, but I'm going to tell you about a book that I do believe you're going to like. It's filled with incredible imagery. It's called Sleepwalking Through an Obstacle Course. I realize I don't talk much about the artistic things that I'm doing, even though this is about an artistic, you know, a podcast about artistic process, really. Um, sleepwalking through an obstacle course. It is available on Amazon. There's a hardcover version. It has always been my desire to make a coffee table book, and this is eight and a half by 11. It's, it's uh, 300 and something pages, 300 60 pages with 180 something images and it has alternating uh, words you could use it as a view it as a title or as a uh, short poem uh, so there's that on one page and then there's the imagery on the other page and this is something I've always wanted to do it's full color it's on Amazon but it's also in Kindle too in addition to being on hard, in hardcover, it's also on, on Kindle. Um, or heck, if you want to just go straight to me, email me um, on PayPal. Any donation, any size donation. Um, to Inspirato Projecto, that's the name of this podcast, Inspirato Projecto at gmail.com. That's PayPal. You can email me any size donation and I will email you the PDF of it. The PDF. Plus some other goodies. Some other fun, some other fun things. Um, yeah, email me at Inspirato Projecto at gmail.com. Uh, that's you can email me there, but it's it's also that's my PayPal. If you got Venmo, it's Kurt Eric. That's on Venmo. So if you um, 
you know, if you send any donation, size donation for this, I will, and, and you include your email, I will email you back the PDF. I've got an, a book called Magical Magnet, which is just a lined journal. That's more fun. I think the lined journal and the activity book, the lined journal, the magical magnet is just purely for your ideas, for your dreams, for your thoughts. Lined. Then there's Wonder Wander. That's on Amazon. Amazon. Also Lulu. You get it through Lulu.com. Um, Amazon.com. That that and Magical Magnet, those are soft covers. Those are paper packs. Those are six by nine. And Wonder Wander. Wonder Wander You Draw. Uh, that's what I call it. Wonder Wander You Draw. Because it's from the You series. It's an idea of getting you into the driver's seat of inviting creativity, giving yourself permission, allowing for that that far-reaching imagination of yours to be able to see itself in action and do something for yourself. Heck, you could get you could get Wonder Wander and start. This is it's an activity book. There are um, drawing prompts. I teach you how to draw simple faces, um, bodies, body parts. I mean, it's like it's like a Frankenstein monster. You'll see eyeballs. You'll see noses. You'll see mouths, ears, hair, different shaped heads, different shaped bodies, feet, hands. And you just go, let's take some of this, use some of that, take some of this, use some of that. All right, okay. That's got a lot, a lot of blank pages in it, in addition to um, philosophy, QR codes. There are QR codes hiding in there that lead you to special places. Perhaps uh, maybe it's a song that I created. Maybe it's a video that I made. Um... It could be a poem that I wrote for the Prairie Light Review, um, which they uploaded those documents on archive.org. If you type in Prairie, heck, you could even just type this into gogo.com, duckduckgo.com. Why isn't there a gogo.com? You think if you had a gogo.com? That would, that would be like the in-between bridge between Google.com and DuckDuckGo.com. You could call it GoGo.com, and it's private. No one's spying on you. I love that idea. Heck, that could be a fun social network. If you, if you design things like this, please get a hold of me. I've got ideas for video games. Oh, my gosh. If you know how to make video games... Email me at inspiratoprojecto at gmail.com, please. Um, if you know how to make video games, email me. I would love to collaborate with you. Uh, also, if you know how to do... This is something I've been curious about. Second Life. I've been curious about putting on a show, putting on a concert, playing my guitar out there. Um... Maybe I could screen Max Neptune and the Menacing Squid. That's a retro sci-fi I, I, I'm in. It's on YouTube right now. 
Max Neptune and the Menacing Squid. Um, anyway, yeah, it's time for the show. <laughs> You've been very patient. You've been very patient. And thank you so much to Jay Asang from Twin Peaks for opening up the show for us. Thank you. And you know what? Before we get before we get to our, our riveting interview, here's a fun fact from Henry D. Horse. Here's your fun fact. Cats are the sleepiest of all mammals. They spend 16 hours of each day sleeping. With that in mind, a seven-year-old cat has only been awake for two years of its life. Stay tuned to Inspirato Projecto for more fun facts. Hello there. It is Maria from Strong Body, Strong Soul, and I have to tell you the truth. I have come over to your show to listen recently, and the Anchor app wouldn't let me. It kept spinning. So I'm so excited that I could get on here right now and listen to you just a little bit. I'm being kind of funny today. It's a wacky Wednesday, and I really shouldn't be making this phone call, but I can't help myself. (laughs) One of the things that happens out here is uh, sometimes I'm talking about my son. Sometimes I'm talking about my son. He's in karate. He's a black belt. His dream, every kid's dream, right, is to be called Master. Master Humphreys when he gets his black belt. But he has a friend, and his friend's name is Jason Bates. What are they going to call Jason when he becomes a black belt? Are they going to announce it? Are they going to call him He's in CNC. Our it's way. 808. Oh, oh, uh. This is Yachtly Crew. Part of Yachtly Crew. This is our, our this buddy. Is, hey. Hey, Mr. Eric. Whoop, whoop. We are on, uh, we are on a FaceTime situation here. Do you have a podcast as well? No. He just talks oh. on IG all the time. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, no, he's, he's got his hands in a lot of pies. So I'm here with the uh, with the with the founders of both Awesome Sauce Radio and Cannabis Conundrum on, <laughs> on uh, Anchor and lots of other uh, podcast sites. I'm I'm podcasting right now, and you're actually being recorded. Go ahead, keep talking. Cannabis, cannabis, man. I can't hear a word he's saying. No, that's, that's what makes it awesome. Cannabis Conundrum. <laughs> oh yeah, I love it. I love it. You you listen to it. That's great. <laughs> it's great. I can't believe these two are here tonight. It's so crazy because, like, uh, I feel like I've known you two for a very long time, you know? So a it's like. A couple years at least. Yeah. It's so like, there's it's 2018. no. 2018. Just 2018. I'm trying to think when I started my podcast. So, like, four years at least. Wait, two, what if it was 2016? Oh, we started in 18. Oh, yeah. you started in 18. Then I must have. And you introduced yourself I'm, to us in a lyrical message. That's right. That's right. That's right. And we've just loved you ever since. I was. I was looking like when I first arrived. I'm like, wouldn't that be fun to just like barrage like good vibes of podcasts with just these welcoming messages or just you know, um, it's a uh, great idea. Impressions and stuff like that. So. I was I just crash into the into these I, I was in the discover thing I was just looking up any podcast you know I'm like oh okay that looks like a neat name okay you know they might 
you know, then I, I pressed the voice message and whoop, out would come something, you know? <laughs> and so I was just very pleased that those who responded, I've continued to be, you know, in contact with. You two I've been in the most contact with in terms of like, oh, and Maria, Maria Humphreys too. I, I was going to ask Maria you about her. I freaking love her. Maria just did this I great thing on IG her. for us. I don't know if you saw it the oh, other day. Oh, did she? Uh, I asked her for a specific thing. Um, where you get your news, weather and sports is no concern to us. But when it comes to cannabis, yo, we're the source you can trust. I love it. The cannabis news. Because Wait, she's so, so amazing. Say that again. Say that again. She's so amazing. Where you get your news, weather and sports is no concern to us. When it comes to cannabis, yo, we're the source you can trust. Cannabis, cannabis World Conundrum. News. <laughs> yes. I love it. We're um, the source you can trust. Put it well, in your pack and smoke I, some. I, I went as Cannabis Conundrum, and she was like, there's this cool show, Strong Body, Strong Soul. So I went and checked it out and was clapping it up back when you got those Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. And she was, she responded. Maria, you know, she responds to everybody. Oh, yes, yeah, And she was her. like. She's all over the place. I don't know how she does it. She started her message. <laughs> cannabis conundrum and we still use that in the show oh my god one still to this day she's got a great radio voice oh, does she it. does and one of the first things she's ever said to us we use it every day oh my gosh and, and then we asked her hey can you send us some more sound bites she's like i'd be glad to so she oh. went on started, IG live and just went ham oh i love it i love it oh that's so good to I hear i love these foxes how do they come up with that stuff where do they find all this information <laughs> she's so cute i'm like I love oh her. shit it's funny she sounds like a dj that would be like on wk RP in Cincinnati or something. She's right? got that like 70s, well, like late at night, you're she, on your ride home, she was she's in on the, the radio. She was concert circuit for a long time. She oh. was a concert. She, was a, she, she followed was a concerts. And, yeah, she, yeah she, she did like a whole bunch of, she's got her foot in a lot of concerts. You might well, collab it's crazy, with her on I don't that. know how she's able to like like with between all the social networks, she's got you know all and raising her kids that are yes. now old enough to drive. Well, and, and then on top of that, to just college. replying to comments. I've noticed that replying to comments takes up a big but it takes up a part of my day because it's like I don't want to just be like oh, smiley goodness. face or emoji it took me a while to just be okay with put a few emojis in there but but it's like <laughs> I wanted to concisely and, and like like I don't know I wanted each comment I, to be like a poetry you I know? want like, you to bam, yeah, I want like to acknowledge so much it, yeah, and today you're more like I'm going to acknowledge that I saw it and I adore it yeah but I have I'm busy <laughs> and that's the great right and that's the crazy thing because it's like this will happen on uh, you know not it's like every social network that you sign up for that means that now that's a whole nother amount of comments that are more stuff you have you to know, respond to yeah and then you're going oh my gosh wow I've spent three hours of my day on these very social networks like responding to these of course emails you know and, and then it's two, like wasn't it <laughs> right and it's like well, wait a second what happened to you know, I could use that time making more content. You know, so that's the crazy, tricky thing. Or what you could do is record those comments on something like voice recorder, oh. and then use them, send them right. to other people. Oh my god! With only having to do it one time. People used oh. to talk to us Unless really you... candid on Anchor, and then oh. one day people heard our shows and heard like, "Oh shit, they cut, they clipped my voice out." I own that. You sent me a voice message. It's mine. I do whatever mine. the fuck I want with. <laughs> and they they quickly. Some people didn't stop. Some people in, increased. But I don't. It's weird. It's it's strange. You know, it's like when you come across people who understand like the collaborative aspect and ensemble and you know we're all winning together. Like there's no we lack are, of right? anything. There's no there's no lack of abundance we or anything. We all come up together like family. Right. That, because it's like it's all helping from everybody the beginning. out. I, when we started on Anchor, we always. Awesome Sauce Radio was the very first idea. And 
It wasn't a podcast. It wasn't a podcast. Cannabis Conundrum. Cannabis Conundrum was supposed to be an Awesome Sauce radio show. Like it was supposed to air on Awesome Sauce Radio, uh, the station. And we we started a station. It's like it's eighteen months. It's free. You don't have to pay any royalties. We'll pay all your royalties. And after eighteen months, if you don't have five hundred listeners a, a week, week, then you pay us for an hour or more a week. I need five hundred listeners after eighteen months, and they'll continue to pay the royalties. But we, we never wanted ready. to play music. Mm. And then we, I'm looking at. I don't know if you've ever seen like. The structured layout of a, of a studio or of a radio station hour, no, like, it's like every, 15 every minutes, ten minute segments, you get two minutes of commercials back to the oh. and, and twenty four like hours a day, seven days a week, three hundred sixty five days a year, and I'm like, like listening to KUPD. Oh, we can't do that like twenty four hours a day. We need friends. So I mean, and we found Anchor. Oh my god, and gosh. that's literally how we came to Anchor. See, we need you. Oh my gosh, you guys. How would you like to be on a radio? I, you know, I had a radio. St- I had it. I was on the radio. You know, it's so funny. It was called K K Chung, sixteen thirty a.m. K Chung in Chinatown, Los Angeles. That's how Inspirato Projecto actually Inspirato Projecto started long before that. But this was the first like actual like public Push. incarnation of it, where I, the radio. Because I was like, oh my gosh, I came across this sort of pirate radio station that was in um, um, Chinatown, and they were they needed volunteers, DJs, and I'm like, what the heck? I would look. It's always been a dream to be on a radio. So. I went in there and I would be in there, you know, the first and Thursday of every month for, I think for two hours I got. So it was great because this little studio's up there. I, I would find people on Twitter and go, hey, would you like to come into the studio and be interviewed? And through that, I ended up being uh, interviewing some of these people from Twin Peaks. I, you know, oh, nice. was able nice. to interview some of these people. And of course then they, because then when I go to reach out to another person, I go, hey, a couple of your buddies, I already... Uh, interviewed for, from Twin Peaks. Would you also, I know you're from Twin Peaks, would you also like to be on there? So now it's like you keep, you're building up like this momentum. It's like a snowball yeah, of like, look at all people, these people. They and can then help. they listen yeah. and they tell people and they listen. And then it's fun because then when I go to reach out to other people, I go, look, here are these folks that I've I've gotten to talk to, I've had, had on the radio. And then once I finally got privy to the idea of asking them to do like the, the promos for me, once I finally realized that, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is great. You know, and then I was just, Incorporating that in the radio show, and throughout this whole time, people were telling me you should have a podcast. You should have a podcast, and I'm just like, oh god, like I don't want to have to do the research. Like I don't want to. If I could just record the thing, and out it goes, that's it. That's all I need. I'm fine. And, and all of a sudden, works. one day, my buddy sends me Anchor anyway. FM, and I was doing the research, and it's like, oh, you got to buy this microphone, or you got to do this, you got to sign up with this, and I'm like, you what know. the heck? I'm not about the podcast. I'm just saying, like, we we sat and talked one day, and and we were like. Somebody needs. To, I mean, we we have that conspiratorial bone uh, in uh-huh. both of our bodies, and oh, I don't I'm like, anybody. sometimes yeah. you hear things and you you go, why is nobody talking about this? And then one day it was like, somebody should do something about that. And we were listening to Abraham Hicks. Oh, I love it. And she I was like, it. a lot of times you'll hear people love say it, that, man. and anytime you do, you tell them. You're you're the, you're, you're the you're somebody. The you're the somebody, dude. And it's so true because it's like it's so, that idea so we, of creating the art that you want to see in the world, huh? Yeah, you got to exactly. be the change you want to see. It and it's starts funny. with the man in the mirror. So when you look in the mirror and say, "I want to see something different," it's not like your face is going to morph into a fucking fairy or anything. <laughs> but you are the change you want to see. Yeah, so you like need to implement. And you be know, the person that you want other people to imitate. Yes, and, and then almost instantly, people are like, "Dude." Right? You, you should have done radio the whole time. Like, Isn't why that don't... interesting? But see, 
when, when I'm when we're not doing the but podcast. But it wasn't until you took we, the chance on yourself. Then then you were able to you know. I'm get a Virgo. I'm the type it. who could sit in the corner and not talk to a fucking soul, be in my little bubble. And so when I came out of the bubble and started talking, people were like, "Yo." Are you for real? See, and I rule the jungle, so I need people. <laughs> I need I need people to talk to. I don't have to rule them, but I need people that I can engage with. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm a people person. What, what was your inspiration? Did oh, you have one? Well, well. So, so then. I my mean, buddy, you had the great offer. I mean. Well, so then my buddy ended up sending me the Anchor app, and he goes, "Look at," and I, and I'm like, "Huh?" And I go, "Wait, all I have to do is to." All I need to do is just record right here into my phone, and there it is. I go, this is what I've been looking for, and I never realized it. And, I, and all of a sudden, I just started recording right down in there because I started treating the podcast like it was, you know, I always say this. You're it's like an, an archive. Well, yeah. yes. And it's also for my future self to look back on and go, hey, he talked to some really interesting people way back in his day. It's my own way of having my, my life's encyclopedia botanica. Your it's own like, biography. It is. It is in real time. And then, and then on top of that, I get to tell them my, you know, any ideas, any synchronicities, any awesome dreams. And then on top of that, the audience actually gets to, to experience in real time the synchronicities happening. Because here I'll be talking to them, you know, four minutes uh, before walking I walk into the, the you know, walk four minutes later, all of a sudden this thing happens that I was just talking to the audience about. And I go, you got, you heard that, didn't you? I was just telling you about that. And all of a sudden this thing happened. Like, we just experienced this together. So that's what I love when that so magic it's just like goes. The journal. It's, it's like, like a real-time live stream journal. Dude, yes. That, that's beautiful. And it beautiful. becomes addictive, well, doesn't it? Well, if you have kids or oh my God. Your, 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 your offspring or your cousins from a distant future can go back and listen. Okay, this is what part of my family was about. Maybe I should follow these footsteps and wow. not the crazy that's going on right now. Well, and that's the thing, too, is that I, I was thinking, like, gosh, wouldn't it have been great, like, when my grandpa died, if I found this whole treasure trove of all these... You know, notes to himself on the on the recorder, and I, I could have gone through the brain of my grandpa, right. you know, and learned about what his thoughts and ideas and what all that stuff was. You could have went down his rabbit hole. Yes, and so that was another part that kind of inspired me because I got a niece and nephew, you know, and so I, I want to leave something. And plus, you know, this would be an interesting thing too. This other thought popped in my brain was, how how awesome would that be? Is that right now my future self? Okay, my my future next life, whatever my next incarnation is going to be. My next life ends up finding this dude's podcast and can get to learn about his past life. Do you know about Edgar Casey? That'd be awesome. I've been wanting to read Edgar Casey. I know he was the sleeping prophet. While he's sleeping, he's giving like medical advice and all kinds of. So Edgar Casey is David Wilcock. I've heard that. He was supposed to be reincarnated. I, I, I. Does he seem to have uh, similar behaviors? Well. I mean, it was all recorded. It was all on YouTube. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, who fucking knows? But it was very convincing. Whoa. It was very convincing. Whoa. It's interesting um, that people can actually go, I am the incarnation of this person. That's always interesting. There's a show on, on Netflix, not Netflix, on YouTube called Ghost of My Child. Oh. That's, that's and it's, it's people, like, they have these kids... And these kids start acting out in strange ways. They, and when they, they get old enough life. to talk, they're like, I remember this guy is the one that killed me. This is uh, birthmark. Uh, this is where I was shot. I oh mean, whatever. Boy. It is so intense. So it's, a sto- it's a story about um, kids was, with past lives? Yes. Family, it's called A Ghost of My time. Child. It's about time of a show like that. Uh, it is amazing. Was, I freaking love that show. There was a family that was on a U.S. base in Russia, uh, an Air Force base, and... 
their son all of a sudden one day started speaking Russian at the age of five. Fluent oh fucking gosh. Russian. And none of nobody in the family spoke Russian, even though they lived there. I mean, they were in a bubble. And this little kid, his mom, like, took him to places, and, and people were like, no, he's he's talking about how he died. I'm like, what? Well, And, <laughs> and the police got involved, and this kid, was, this, this little five-year-old oh, kid, oh. was like, I know who killed me. He led him to the body, and the police were like, okay, so do you know your killer? He was like, yeah. Oh. I know where he hangs out oh. And they walked into this bar And the guy was like What the fuck is going on? Why is this little kid here? And the little kid walked right up to him And said a couple sentences And the me. dude was like Busted into tears Yeah, Holy it was me Holy shit and, and turned himself in on the spot Oh my gosh Within it's a week crazy. Within that a week amazing He quit He, he like he the, found he, his he killer to, and he went energy, back to being a The energy, energy he held on. The spell was broken. He went back yeah. to being a little kid. And it's he like never Dolores remembered Cannon. any of that shit. It's like he, he solved the mystery, time to move on, and now he's this, he's this people's kid that has no idea how to speak Russian. It's interesting you're saying this because there was a, um, there's, a there's another TV show called Afterlife or something. It's about near... It's After all about death experience. experiences. Indeed. Is this the one that you're talking about or no? no. Okay, this is I, I, I do know what you're talking it's about. It's called so, a Ghost in My Child. Oh, Ghost in My Child. I need to see that one. So this one, you the do. After, That's uh, a freaking um, amazing like show. The After Afterlife one or After Death one. This one about the uh, uh, the well, NDEs. They go, uh, yeah, Dr. It's, Robert. It's about Moore. that, and also like the people who channel, the, you know, and, and have seances, and you know, the mediums and all that. I've and learned they say how there's to get ectoplasm. Yeah. You have to have a pure diet. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because in that story, there's a little boy who would always draw these um, war scenes. You know, sh- planes getting shot down. You guys probably heard that about this one. That was the kid with the, the Russian thing, wasn't it? Well, but the kid was like in well, his in his past life, he had crashed. Um, the yeah. Japanese shot the him war. out of the sky. Yeah. yeah. Oh, was that the same kid that you're talking uh, about? That, go, that, that is, is another, that is, no. That is another story, but it's on that. That show. kid was on that one too. He was on that. Oh, show. he was yeah. in that afterlife, the de- near death experience one too. That's that, crazy. That's a crazy one because then he too broke the spell once they took him out there in the boat to where the where the where the and airplane crashed. Remember none of it. And all of a sudden, he it no longer Russian no more. Right. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's amazing when you think about this kind of stuff and the fact that it's it's some of these happening. stories. You're like, what? The little Russian kid. The fact that they solved his previous life's murder. Oh I mean, gosh. you can't make that shit How up. How crazy is that? I mean, there, there was a a, a a university in Britain. Uh, I want to say Cambridge that did. A study. Oh, yeah. You remember the pictures that you have to stare at long enough? They're usually on the back of a cereal box or magazine. You have to stare at it and get the lazy eye to see the picture. Yes. So they did one of these. And they and they literally paid these like the kids. magic eyes thing? They, they <laughs> yeah. had people walking around on the street. Hey, you want to make 50 bucks for half an hour? And as soon as 30 people came into the room, they handed them out these pieces of paper. You have 30 minutes to find all the faces you can. And... The cool thing was there was a news station in Sydney, Australia that were like, we want to be a part of it. So in Sydney, Australia, that night, on the news, they said, all right, so 30, out of 30 participants, 12 people found this, 8 people found that, and they were color-coded. 8 people found 8 faces. They were in yellow. In green, 
these many people found 12 to, to 13 faces. In purple, these two people found 15 faces. And then no, in white, and then in white, it said, here's all 30 faces. They were in the picture. The very next morning, they were out on the street. Hey, you want to make 50 bucks? Hey, you want to make 50 bucks? Kurt, how many faces do you think those that the second group found? All 30. Not of them. one of them needed the whole half hour to find all 30 faces. It, it aired simultaneously in and Australia, and people seeing this information, it re- reverberated that was all the way back That's to our country. Everybody so because found the information was already out there, it, it just, because it was already out there, they, they knew it. You connect it. You, you, people connect to each other, and, and yeah, it was like a, a like it's became, not a fluke. It's like a thing that actually happens. Look for evidence of what you want the world to be, and you will find it. Yes. And therein lies the power, doesn't it? Yes. Then it's, oh, we all you're have truly in that seat of the of the res- being responsible. Being, you're, it's your own response to what's happening. You know why you don't have access to your superpowers? Huh? Because, because we've, we've been that. raised into this indoctrination. All the social constructs, yeah. all the different things. You've been told. I mean, if you're we a Christian, you were told from life that you were a sinner at birth. You need. <laughs> I need a savior. I was just born. Fuck. I didn't even do nothing. I wet my pants so yesterday. Many. Whoops. <laughs> you know? You know what? Yeah, if I imagine if every kid was just brought up, like, instead of going, no, Johnny, no, that's just imaginary friend. But if they're like, no, what does your friend have to say? You, Teach me. You know, if, if parents from, were more like, from, I bet you they would start to see the imaginary friend, too. I right? think from two to six, your kids can teach you more than you can teach them. And they've been, they, they, uh, it's been said that, like, the, it's the younger the kids are, the, the closer they are to source, no, obviously. The they just they came from. The more they can learn to communicate, the better they can communicate what they're seeing, what right. they're experiencing. And, like, before two years old, they can only, like, do sign language and certain barriers. I mean, there's, like, not a lot they can say, but once they start talking... And then they start acting out their dreams and they start dealing with all these things that we have no idea. It's only then that we can start to recognize the kids are actually experiencing something from somewhere else and we need to help them. Yes. Gosh, if every kid was just brought brought up like that, just like totally believing in their... That's why they're not. Powers. That's why they're not. Because we would all have this. I mean, could you imagine? Fluoride in our water. It calcifies our third eye. Yes. It keeps us shut down. It keeps us docile Mm. and whatever. I'm not docile. I may have some corrosion on my third eye, but I will kick somebody if I think they're doing me wrong. (laughs) You cannot tell me this because I don't believe in it. So, what's your next fight? You know? This, this might work on somebody that does believe in this kind of karma or this kind of... But what if it don't? Mm-hmm. What are you going to do now? Yeah. And I think, I think there's a lot lost in different realities because we all have our own reality. And, yes. and they all intertwine somehow. Yes. But there's a lot of people out there that don't have the grasp on their reality to where they'll just fall for anything. Mm-hmm. And that's a dangerous cycle to be in. Because you waiting. have to believe in something. Well, waiting for the person to tell them what to do next. You know, waiting for, oh, what's the news going to tell me to do yeah. next? Oh, okay, now I'll go do that. Yeah, wait. What's my opinion again? Oh, the news just told me. That's okay, I better why go I throw my TV What's Fauci out? talking about today? <laughs> you know, you haven't heard from that fucker in a long time. <laughs> that's very... 
Fauci. What, ever oh. since the, he's the in Pfizer hiding. documents? He's either? in hiding because he's being hunted. And he's up for a federal, uh, what is that, where they, indictment. like a subpoena, yeah, indictment. See, this is what's so crazy. So, yes, we know that all these kinds of, all that stuff's going on out there. And whenever I look at that stuff, it's a reminder to me that... There's a lot of sheep out there. Well, yes. There's a lot of levels. levels what's of the whole... What's a, yes, and it's a, it's a reminder to me that, you know, being, being scared or fearful of that stuff is that 3D mindset. And when we step back into that infinite, you know, 5D kind of like, you know, infinite cosmos mindset, you can we get to look at this crap. and go, no matter what, kind of to reflect off what you were saying earlier, no matter what, every everyone else's mania might be about or, or whatever, you know, they're controlled by, it does not have to affect this particular reality here because this reality is not not inviting that in not not magnetizing well, we that, choose that our own in. reality and if you choose to follow the masses then you're gonna be so okay so put it like this you have a farmer that's raising sheep right mm. what does he do he's really nice to his sheep gets the sheep to trust him and he leads them to slaughter oh yeah what the hell do you think the government is doing mm. We are the sheep, and, it, the and it's the people that have not woke up that are the sheep that's going to go into slaughter, rather than the ones that fight against the machine and say, you know what, I'm going to survive another day. If, mm. if you and your girl are having a picnic in the park, mm. and a bee comes up and tries to ruin your day, what are you going to do? You're going to swat the bee away. What if it's 40 billion What if bees? it's a bunch of bees? hide under your tent or That's your right. blanket or you're either gonna take shelter or you're gonna negotiate your your fucking safety <laughs> and i think like when we call on that that idea of There's you know servants. the fact that we're magnetizing what what we're actually preferring and what we're actually yeah. choosing and wanting what's great about that is that whatever is going what a delightful couple huh aren't they fun that's 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 uh, one of three interviews. Uh, we just kept talking and recording. Uh, so I have two more episodes coming out with that fine couple. Um, and also, guess what? Maria Humphreys. Thank you, by the way, Henry D. Horse, for that awesome fun fact about cats. And Maria Humphreys about the master. Uh... Maria Humphreys, I, I, I went, zoop, shuffled her in there because I believe we talk about Maria. I like, I think I've told you before, I don't go back and I really don't listen unless I'm specifically trying to find a, a one word or, a, or something that someone I talked to wanted me to edit out. That's the only, that's really the only way I'll edit it. Um, not that I'm against it. I just prefer not to edit it. I want I want the I want the I want you to be there with me. And if I say um a little too much, all right. You know? In fact, maybe since I just said that right now, I'll cut back on it. Maybe I've already spoken uh, broken the spell of ums. So we've got two more two more uh Two more episodes with that couple. Fo Foxy Lady and Desert Fox. Uh, and Maria is just so much fun because she's been out to Kapow 
Kapow Intergalactic Film Festival. That is a film festival that I co-organize. Usually every year. Um, this time, we're going to do a different one. It's called Dos Lagos Film Festival. This one's going to be out in Corona, where the original Kapow actually was. I know. Does it sound confusing? I know. If you are a filmmaker uh, and you'd like the op- you'd like the the possibility of being screened at the film festival, please go to filmfreeway.com filmfreeway.com slash dos lagos d-o-s l-a-g-o-s film fest dos lagos film fest you gotta go first go to filmfreeway.com so that way you can submit to this I can't believe I've, I've gone so long on podcast without even talking about this. Uh, it's going to be in October, October 21st through the 23rd. It's a wonderful ecosystem over there. Lots of wonderful um, restaurants out there. And um, great places for you to have your after party if you're a filmmaker. Meet a lot of other filmmakers. I like to think of I like to think of these, you know, Kapow IFF, um, now Dos Lagos Film Fest. They're to me a utopian society. These are ways these are ways for people to come out. Yes, see their stuff screened. To me, what is really the 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 shining? What do they call it? The uh, the the crown jewel, if you will. The the what do they call it? The crude crude de gras or something. Is the uh, is getting to know the other filmmakers? These are these are these are collaborators. I mean, these are people that you could get to know to 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 work with on projects out there in the world. And I've met so many great ones. And um, I'm looking forward to meeting more. I can't wait. I love the Q and As. I love it. So fun. Um. There we go. There we go. I'm going to read to you. Um, you know, usually I break out the, the idea book from long ago, but I think what I'm going to do is read to you a couple of the ideas that I've just been kind of playing with recently. Oh, I want to tell you this. This is something that comes from Bashar. One, forgive all and be free. Two, forgive myself. Let go of regrets. Three, do not match up my current state with my past state. Be an observer of the past, not a participator. Four, inform myself from my future self behave and think like my future self act on passion no insistence no assumption remain in positive state of of knowing it is there to serve me inform myself from my future self five allow myself to be in this moment in the now isn't that great 
Uh, so there's there's this stuff that's out there called grab avoid codes, and each of these codes help certain things. They unlock certain things. This here is for you. For, this is for unexpected money. Five two zero. You can write this down. In fact, I'll write it down with you. I got my pen right here. I'm writing this down actually on my on my arm. Okay, five two zero. Maybe I'll get this as my first tattoo. Okay, here we go. Writing it down. Five two zero. Seven four one. Eight. If you use this for your lottery numbers, let me know. I think that'd be pretty cool. So here we go. Five two zero seven four one eight. Five two zero seven four one eight. That is unexpected money for you. Okay, here. Oh, interesting. Here we go. January 19th, a dream. 2.08. I think this was 2.08 a.m. maybe? Um, January 19th, dream. I woke up this morning from a dream with Tim and Eric. They're running their own theme park of sorts for families and tourists. Apparently, I was visiting somewhere... And I told them it would be good, a good idea to go check it out. Well, I was visit Oh, yeah, whoever I was visiting with, yeah. I told them, hey, let's go check it out. I was standing in line with others waiting to get in. Tim and Eric were sitting at a table where they were checking people in. I said, your show is funny, and I look forward to seeing your theme park. They gave me my ticket, and I explored off to, towards the left. It was a water park-like area, sort of both jungle and fantasy-themed. Swings shaped like woman-sized fairies swung over water pits. Kids and adults could piggyback ride the fairy statue swings and swing until they wanted to jump off into the water. A playground-type apparatus was behind it. Families and kids were climbing over it. Off to the right was a slip down into a valley sort of area, which then climbed up to a tall mountain. Before it drops, there are some cabana areas for adults to drink cocktails and dress up like rainforest natives. So, a playground, so this part here, playground type of apparatus was built behind it. Families and kids were climbing all over it. Can you imagine seeing a lot more of that going on when parents bring the kids out to the playground? Why aren't there more parents climbing on the playgrounds? And if there were parents climbing on the playgrounds, would it be frowned upon? If so, why? Why? I've heard this word entirely too much. I don't think I need to hear it again. So after I say this now, just putting out to the universe, let's not hear this word ever again. Bougie? Have you heard this term? Bougie? Um, friends of mine have talked about how they got these girls who just want to go to these bougie restaurants do these bougie things and I'm like and I'm thinking what does that mean what is that you know and, and then the friend will say well 
You know, like we can't just go to Chipotle and eat something. She wants to go out to an expensive restaurant, but she doesn't even eat her entire meal, you know. She'll just like take a bite of it and go, oh, I'm full. And I just spent, you know, 30 bucks on this plate, you know. <laughs> Not to mention margaritas that she's drinking. You know, she wants to go out to these bougie places, you know, to these like, I'm like, like expensive places? Yeah, yeah, you know, and do bougie things. Like, what is a, what are like bougie things? What does that mean? Just go, like going to expensive places? I'm not even going to Google whatever it might mean. I'm going to just going to imagine here. The word itself, bouge, bourgeois, does it come from bourgeois? That's what I think of. Oh, the bourgeois. Oh, they're so bourgeois. That's like one of those... English terms, huh? Oh, they're so bourgeois. Oh, don't mind them. They're the bourgeois. Imagine the people with the powdered wigs. Um, I had heard before the powdered wigs. The reason why they were popular is is because it was expensive to make wigs back in those days. Really expensive. So if you had a wig, it meant that you had money. You know, it was like the subliminal sort of, you know, outwardly subliminal symbolic representation of the fact that you have a lot of money because oh look at i've got a white powdered wig on my head so now you should just naturally be my bride or be my girlfriend <laughs> i got a white powdered wig on my head and i was talking with my brother about this and i just started thinking oh my gosh wow that's that's exactly like so much stuff that's going on out out, out there in the world so if you just if one buys i think this is probably bougie if you're buying designer clothes then there usually anyone i've met who has bought designer clothes makes very careful not careful whether they make they're very certain to make sure that you're you're aware that what they have is some name of a fashion designer they want you to know that for sure and maybe that holds a certain value in, in a certain uh, in a in a fact in a I almost said a cult <laughs> a cult remember folks a cult is just a smaller culture a culture is a bigger cult that's all a culture is just a lot more people a culture is just more people agreeing to a particular reality and rules and regulations and protocols that's you know it's just a it's just a bigger agreement to a social construct a cult is a agreements made by a smaller amount of people so whatever that cult or culture that values that type of thing i guess that would mean something to them i guess it's similar to like if i have like a you know i got i got um I got uh, this, you know, I got, uh, I got, what's his name? Sweetness. Walter Payton. I got Walter Payton's rookie card. I got his trading card, his rookie card. That means a lot to collectors of that thing. So, okay, I think I'm figuring it out now. So, so it's interesting because it's like, okay, so you bought this designer thing. If it's shoes, purse, I don't know, a shirt, a jacket. And you have this thing, you know, some baseball, some dude's got a baseball cap. And he's like, yeah, dude, this is this Tommy Hilfiger or whatever. I paid 180 bucks for this hat. See, that's usually the next thing that comes with it is, you know, making sure you're, you see what the designer is and then what that price tag was. So, so 
What, what is the intention there? Those are the kinds of interesting things I like to figure out. Okay, what's the motivation? What's the intention? Where is that stemming from? That desire to have to impress someone with something expensive. So it could either give off that idea of like, hey, ladies, look, at I got this expensive baseball cap. That means, you know, does a lady look at that and go, oh, wow, this is a guy who can really lavish me. He can really lavish me in luxury. We can go out to all the bougie, we can do all the bougie stuff. We can go out to the expensive restaurants. Um, so we have that story now to share with our friends. So we can impress them that we've gone to this expensive thing or done that thing. Okay, cool. You've got that baseball cap. That means a lot in my eyes now. Cool. Hey, I'm with a guy who's got this baseball cap. Hey, look. Hey, friends, guess what? I'm with this new girlfriend now who's got a Dolce and Gabbana. Uh, Dolce and Gabbana sunglasses. See, do you see this? Guys, friends, look at. I'm telling you, I'm dating. I'm with this girl. My new girlfriend now has these Dolce & Gabbana glasses, okay? So you're gonna have to give her respect. <laughs> it's like, couldn't they, couldn't, couldn't they just give her respect without the glasses? <laughs> I don't know. Oh. I don't wanna judge anyone or anything. It's, it's, it's just, it's like, okay, cool. I went out and I spent $25 for beer. Cool. Is that something I really liked? Is that something I really wanted to do? Is it something I felt good about personally? Did I feel good about that? Because the story, I can imagine stories that are told about that mostly has to do around the expense that was paid. And then if that's the story, you know, oh, it was expensive for this. It was expensive for that. I went to this sports game. I paid X amount of dollars for these tickets. Oh my God. Then I bought these beers and they were X amount. Oh, and then we bought a chili dog and oh, is that, so does the story become more about the expense of, of what was there or the actual experience? You know, by the way, the most, I would say the most actually valuable, value, the most valuable and most expensive yet free things that anyone could ever have is staring off into space, daydreaming, gratitude. How about that? Gratitude that you that you even have the money to, to buy a, any sandwich of any price. Um, the gratitude, you know, and appreciation that we are just who we are. You know, there's that old phrase, you are enough. You are enough. And we hear this chanted all over the place. Now it's become a, now it's like a good mantra. You are enough. You are enough. You are enough. There's that idea that if you put that little sign around wherever you're at, you are enough. That means you don't have to uh, showboat. You don't have to try to go, hey, everybody, I'm the alpha male. I'm going to tell everybody here what to do. You don't have to be the, quote, queen, hashtag queen, you know, and tell everybody what's up and tell them, you know, tell them like it is, you know, <laughs> because that's the identity that's the glove that's, you know, oh, I'm choosing to fit into this glove. I'm choosing to fit into this character now. And, and in order to, okay, so there's this character I'm playing, and then there are the agreements made by those who are these characters within the play that I'm playing as this character. So if I go in, okay, I'm playing character alpha male. I'm going to tell everybody what's up. You're all going to boom, boom, boom. Listen to me. You know, this is what we're doing. Hey, listen up. This is the plan. I'm leading you guys. Hey, you know, 
watch your place, lady. You know, it's like, what is it? What is that stemming from? Well, we go down, we go down, we go down, the rabbit hole, down the rabbit hole. Ever seen Magnolia? Tom Cruise, his character. He became this womanizing... He became this woman, like the, um, you know, there are all these courses out there, how to get women, how to, you know, how to have sex with a woman in, in 10 seconds or less. <laughs> I suppose that can mean other things too. Uh, but how to, you know, how to get her in a bed in 10 seconds or less. Go to my seminar. And there's a lot of stuff out there. There's a lot of stuff like that in an equal way, in, in the other way too, for women. You know, how to how to bankroll a guy, how to, you know, how do you do it? It's it's seductive thievery, perhaps. You're 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 there's a manipulation going on there to get this thing that you want. And that's the thing that you want. And okay, how do we... Okay, see, this is... A woman's mind works like this. Okay, you're going to have to push these buttons. You're going to have to do that. That's the program you're running. Hey, listen, ladies. A man's work... Man's mind works like this. You got to do this. You got to do that. You know? And they're all teach each other. Here's how to... Here's how to work that brain. And then you wonder, where's the authenticity? Where's the authenticity? So anyway, back to the Magnolia. Tom Cruise's character is teaching these guys about how to, you know... I'd get a lady in the bed. And you realize this is all stemming from this very sad, 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 sad thing going on with his, you know, with his mom, with growing up, with his mom, with his dad, with his family dynamics. It always relates to the family dynamics. No kid is just born to now become the alpha, you know, I'm the alpha male. I'm telling you what to do. I'm not, you know, it's like, they're not born with that lack. There's no, there's, there's, cause those things are the overcompensation of what isn't there. Um, it's like, I didn't have this, so I'm going to go really deep into this other direction. That's why they say Napoleon complex. You know, short guys. Maybe this is subliminally, maybe this is why I'm into so many things I'm into. I'm 5'6". Napoleon complex. Napoleon was a short guy. He took over all those countries. There's that overcompensate. There's that I'm lacking this. Okay, we're going to go really far in the opposite direction. And we see this all the time out there in the world, don't we? There's this, you know, message broadcasted. You need this. You are lacking this. And then it gets everyone go, yeah, we need this. We need this. And then guess what? Those same people who were like, you were lacking that. Those are the same people who have ties with the other companies that are making that thing that they were just telling you and reprimanding you about that you didn't have or you needed or that. And then all of a sudden, guess what? They're also the makers of that thing. You go, wait, hold on, huh? Wait. Make those little connections. But there, there's that overcompensation. I lacked this, so I'm doing that. So authenticity is where is that? Where it's at? I think that's basically what we're getting to here, folks. Authenticity. Because when you're authentic, that's the compass. That's the compass. Because you can feel that authenticity in others. Hmm. Actually, you know what? 
I just noticed I got a voice message here from Fearlessly Phoenixing. By the way, I interviewed her for a podcast. That podcast episode is out there. Fearlessly Phoenixing. I'm going to see what her voicemail is all about. We're going to put her put her in here. We're going to pipe her through. Pipe her through. Thanks for listening to Inspirato Projecto, by the way. Hey, it's me, Phoenix. I just wanted to say I love the most recent episode of Inspirato Projecto. And with your call to action... I felt like I would leave you a message and ask you a question. So here it goes. If there was the possibility to speak with someone from another galaxy, what is one question that you would ask? Wowzers, talk about authenticity. Phoenix from Fearlessly Phoenixing. You are authentic. And your TikToks, by the way, if you are listening to this and you have TikTok, you can go to TikTok.com slash at Fearlessly Phoenixing. I mean, that's how you want to get to it. You know, you can, if you're on a computer or on your cell phone. However, if you're on TikTok, just simply go to Fearlessly Phoenixing. Oh boy. Had I known this was going to be such, I didn't even listen to this question before I put it in here. See? Improv, baby. I, this is such a good question. And I, and I, and I, and I, okay. All right, here we go. What's one thing? Okay, if I were to meet an extraterrestrial from another galaxy, what's one question I would ask them? See, I would not ask them a yes or no question. I'd want them to give me a good answer for something. This reminds me of the question that Alan Watts asks. He's like, if you were actually standing in front of God, what question would you ask God? I mean, you know, <laughs> what 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 is that that question? What what is the thing that we really really want to know? Everybody has something different. Um, okay, so what what would I? Okay, okay, okay. Um, I would, I would, I would ask them an extraterrestrial standing here right now, and that's how the, that, this is the interesting thing is that, as it's been said, extraterrestrials, guides, um, you know, all kinds of these these beings are vibrating at such a fast rate that we we the the Earthlings cannot see them. Some, some many Earthlings can, who are tuned into those senses, and I love it, and I love it. Um, if there isn't like a clairvoyant convention yet or something like that to bring those people together there's i it's got to happen uh so right now having said that right now there there are those ets there is that et listening right now sitting right here so what would i ask that what would i ask this et Um, um, will, will, will you please actively engage right now, this very second, for me? All of my 
of the of the money resources resistance free easy flowing easy going fast growing brightly glowing deepest desires highest excitements utmost fulfillments movies albums that I have always wanted to see happen for myself for my family for my loved ones and family friends collaborative projects can we actively engage this swirling enthusiastic astoundingly satisfying uh tremendously tremendously joyful collaborative playful comedic gentle kind grateful appreciative can we activate all of that now <laughs> can you do that for me now or le- or rather can we please like oh shoot how do i do it where cuz they could they could say yes or no couldn't they but i'd love to believe they say yes see yes so if i assume they're saying yes that's the vibe i'm getting anyway i assume they're saying yes they're saying yes because it's my higher mind. It's the all that is. And then when the next feeling I get is take action. Take the first available action like Bashar talks about. Follow your excitement. Excitement contains within it, it's a toolbox. It contains everything you need to do to to follow your preferences for your life to unfold in the ways that you that best serves you excitement because the the excitement leads you to the next exciting thing the excitement when you're excited when you're diving deep into it the excitement then what does that do shines out to those others who are watching it they feel that vibe they they feel that vibe it wakes it up within them wakes it up within them there's a curiosity there they're going hmm there's plenty of things to frown about in this world well this person is finding all the other plentiful things which outweigh the non-smiling things all the pleasurable things outweigh that. And this person has found that. They found plenty of that. And they're doing it. What's their secret? Well, they're excited. What are you excited about? I'm excited about being excited. I'm passionate about being passionate. Um, I'm kind about being kind. Moving forward. Moving forward towards this thing that's pulling me along, and I don't know where it's where it's going next. And I'm not over strategizing. I just, you know, it's so funny. I just saw an Instagram from Teal Swan. Phenomenal, phenomenal. Teal Swan, 
she's talking about the you know the pratfalls of over strategizing versus authenticity authenticity never fails you over strategizing does i think that's what goes along and she didn't say this but this reminds me of this old cliche is that what do they say the best laid plans wait what what does it say i don't know i don't know you know so many best laid plans can still like no matter how much you mastermind a plan there can still be something that goes there's always going to be that outward happy accident but in some people's eyes happy accident and you know like like what flabbergasted accident where you're like what is that that's really not supposed to be going on um man that excitement that okay I'm here for the process. And this takes patience, doesn't it? It takes that patience. But also, you know what's so interesting? I think when I think of patience, I think of like having to fight off. Like when you hear about, okay, I can tolerate this. Like what you're doing is you're like, you're allowing yourself to uh, like just sort of like put up this mental barrier to it. Go uh, So in the back of your brain, it's taking a certain amount of like, Certain like, uh, you know, like resistance to kind of hold it out there. Patience, I feel like it's similar to that when it's used. Like, okay, just be patient. Okay, okay, I'll sit here, but I'll grumble the whole time. And then finally, I'll be able to do the thing I want to do. Patience is a thing of, I feel the real true thing is being in that moment. Not, you know, having to worry about being entertained or what's the next thing? Or, oh gosh, I'm not doing something. Or, oh, I'm guilty. Or, oh no, someone out there is going to be mad with me because I'm not doing something right now. Oh my gosh, my church group is going to be so angry. Oh my gosh, my political affiliations. Are, would, what would they say about me doing this particular thing right now? What would they say if I were to just simply allow myself to really enjoy my own company and do and, and, and give myself the love myself deserves and not have to go activate some cause or something out there? Oh gosh, what would my, oh no, what would my college say if I, if I, my college professors, what would they say if I was just doing this thing, just sitting here staring at the trees? Oh no, what would my friends say? Oh no, what would my family say? So, just being in that moment, being in that. So I guess that's the question I would ask the extraterrestrial <laughs> to make a long story longer. How about how about you, Phoenix? What would you ask an extraterrestrial if they're standing in front of you, someone from another galaxy? And you, who are not Phoenix, who are also listening, what what question would you ask? I'm very curious. And by the way, thank you so much for listening to Inspirato Projecto. Please share this with your friends. If you're listening to this, please. Feel free, if you like it, if you got something out of this, if you feel that you can relate, you resonate with the content here, please, please feel free to share it. And by the way, thank you, Maria Humphreys, for the outward, the ending promo. And by the way, if you still want to stick around, we got the facepalm theme song after that. Take care. You are listening to Inspirado Projecto.
Get ready. It's a face palm, a face palm, a balm of calm, like an napalm bomb. It's a face palm, a face palm, crumbly malm of loamy alms. And how soon do you think you're to do it again? It's a face palm, a face palm, Caricom alms playing Brahms on prom. And how soon do you think you're to do it again? And the horns from Guam, Guam's the cable comes. Are the Grom Rom diatoms glom in their moms? It's a face palm, a face palm. The book of psalms and rhymes and rums. And how soon do you think you'll do it again? 